Hello, hello, welcome back to Stolly Light Films. Today I'm going to be reviewing Season 11, Episode 11, called Rogue Elements of uh, The Walking Dead. And uh, to start with, I enjoyed this episode a lot better than Episode 10. I think Episode 9 was the best, but I did have a lot of fun with this episode. Uh, I'm going to start really kind of with the stuff I didn't really like, and then I'm going to transition to the stuff I really did love. So basically, the main thing I didn't like about this episode was the whole Eugene storyline. Uh, this is the plot, the, the arc with him being so um, obsessed, not obsessed, but oh, I mean, he is obsessed. He's obsessed with fighting Stephanie. So basically, Eugene and Stephanie have a uh, scene together in the opening of the episode, and they he tells her he loves her. And then she kind of looks startled, but then she says, I love you too. And then the day goes on, and that night when you come, like, they were supposed to get ice cream or something. But she never shows up, stands him up, uh, you know, and he's like, okay, something's going on. Like, he, he looks, like, like, he looks very distraught. So when he goes back to the apartment where she lives, uh, he tries to buzz in, no one answers. Then this man comes out the door. Uh, and he just doesn't even pay attention to Eugene, but Eugene goes in after that, and uh, he tries to go inside, and uh, it's revealed that Stephanie is packing, um, but I would like to know how in the world she got out of there without him noticing, because I don't think he would have left until, um, I don't think he would have left that easily, you know, I wonder what she did. Like, what time does she leave? That was one thing that crossed I'm like, well, how did she escape? Like, maybe she went on the balcony or something. But I, I, I don't know. So, I, I don't know. It's probably not too big a thing to go into. But um, one thing that crossed, me, crossed my mind is that it is revealed, like, when she goes missing, he's so gone, he's so gone home finding her. He has creates all these missing posters, puts them all up over town. Uh, and I want to know how in the world did he make all those missing posters? <laughs> so, um, I guess I should also say, uh, when they were in bed together, uh, she was reading his novel that he was writing, um, and she really liked it. Uh, but moving on from that, um, I, I was curious why he, like how he created all those missing one posters. Um, but yeah, I just did not care for this love arc. Uh, just because I know, like, especially now that the episode's over, uh, you know, I, this Stephanie that he was, like, hanging out with, I knew that she was a fake. We all knew that she was a fake. If you if you read the comics, if you read the comics, you know that she was a fake. So I just didn't like, you know, I, I didn't like the ruse they did so long. Like, they introduced, like, Stephanie, like, the first kind of reveal of Stephanie was in the season nine finale on the radio. And that's how season nine ended, I believe. And then season nine started up or season 10 started up and they didn't get around to Commonwealth until the end of the season, which I thought that was a very interesting choice. So it was a whole nother season and still we haven't even gotten to see Stephanie. And then in season, I think, I don't think we got to see her, but in season 11, we finally got to see Stephanie uh, they presented this fake Stephanie, but yeah, come on, let's be real. So, um, so I just feel like the ruse went on too long. Uh, this ruse did not happen in the comics. Uh, Stephanie was just already there. Um, so yeah. Um, but I am 
I don't want to get it too ahead. But yeah, I just, you know, I didn't really care for the detective thing he was doing with the run through of detective, like what ifs with princess. It was like kind of black and white, kind of like uh, saturated out. I did not like that. It just, it just did not fit with the genre of the show. It just didn't really feel like the walking dead to me. I was just like, what is this? Like it, it just, it doesn't feel, it didn't feel right. Um, and that's also another thing. Princess. Princess is not even the same character. I, I would say the princess in the show is not even the same princess in the comics. I think the actress was a great choice, but I think the show's direction of her has been not good. Uh, I think they made her a lot more annoying in the show. In the comics, I never saw her as annoying. I always saw her as fun. But in the show, she always came off as annoying. I just didn't like that. I was like, always gave her the benefit of the doubt ever since they introduced her. But especially now, they straighten her hair. It's just not princess. It's not princess. Never let princess never. Uh, when she went in Commonwealth, she never let go of her expressive personality. And I just to think to see her watered down like this, it's not cool. It's not cool. I don't like it. Um, you know, I mean, and her purple hair is fading. It's just, it's not Princess. Princess even asked, I think, in the comic, when they got accepted into Commonwealth, she's like, is there purple hair dye here? Like, she was like, she was not going to give up that lifestyle. And I think to see her kind of, kind of giving up that kind of freedom of expression, it's not really the character. Um, so, yeah, I'm just not thrilled for that either. Um, but yeah, that's the, those are the two main things, really. The Eugene plot of him trying, being so obsessed to find this fake Stephanie and just being so obsessive, and I just didn't care for it. I didn't really care for it at all. I didn't really care for that love arc. I think it was just too long. This ruse was too long. Um, I do like that he did interact with the real Stephanie at the end, um, which I'm going to talk about the character in a moment. But um, you know, I mean. I do like that they interacted, but I just feel like it's too little too late. Like they waited so long for them to like for the, the real Stephanie and Eugene to interact. It was just too long in my opinion. But uh, one thing I did notice when I, I, I watched this episode twice on the, my rewatch, I noticed that he burned his book in the fire. I didn't notice that when I first watched it, but uh, I think that was interesting. You know, the fake Stephanie read the book and he burned it at the end, but that's when the real Stephanie uh, emerged so that's interesting um and that's also another thing when she reveals herself as the real true person that he talked on the radio um i think they call her max but i don't know i i maybe stephanie's not her real name but i'm gonna call her stephanie just because that's the comic character um when she reveals that it's really truly stephanie that she's the real one uh he kind of looks startled and he doesn't look relieved he kind of like he's like what like, like, he just can't believe it. Like, it's just it's too much on him. And I think the time period of this, like, they've been there. I don't know the time period, how long they were, like, in questioning everything. But when they were there, I think they were there for maybe, I'm going to say, maybe a week or two. And then they went back to Alexandria and, um, and or Hilltop and introduced, no, it was Alexandria. That's right. And then, um, so I think it's been, and then a month passed with them there. And then in this episode, they mentioned that the guy, the Tyler guy that held uh, Stephanie hostage, 
Um, last episode, it's been a month since then, so it's been around two months, right? Am I reeling into that right? But it's been over, It's nevertheless, it's been over one and a half, two months of this ruse that Eugene has been through. And um, I just don't like it. it didn't, I just think that's too long for the ruse. Um, and it just, and plus it's long in the series as well. Like, I mean, we watched them interacted the whole time. And even when I first watched the episode before she went missing, I'm like, Oh man, like how are they going to do the Stephanie thing now? This just, he keeps going on and on and on. So, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like they missed their chance to be honest. I really wish they settled the Stephanie stuff in the first half of the season. I think that would have been a lot better. Um, but I'm glad Commonwealth is getting the focus it deserves. I think the Reaper storyline took up a lot of that focus, and um, I would have I would have got rid of the Reaper arc and just did uh, the Commonwealth storyline. Um, but it, nevertheless, that's not the cards we've been dealt with. But anyway, that's that storyline. Um, let's move on to Connie and Kelly. They are perfect in this episode. They're so good. Um, I love seeing them work together. I think it's very nice that Kelly is really the interpreter of Connie's communication and really for Connie. Yeah. For just that. I think that's wonderful, but I hope we get to see more of Kelly as her own character in these future episodes, not just as an interpreter. Uh, she's such a cool character. Kelly is such a wonderful character. I know a lot of people love Connie, but man, I'm a huge Kelly fan. I love both. But man, Kelly is a great character, and I think seeing her separated from Connie during those episodes in season ten, and and some in season eleven, I, I think that was really cool to see her, you know, on her own, determined to find Connie, you know, really discover who she is as a character. I think that's really great. So I love Angel Theory's performance as Kelly. I just and I love the new look of Kelly. Like I mean, I know people are obsessed with Connie's new look, but. Oh, her wardrobe change, but Kelly is, she's beautiful, man. I love, I love her. Okay. But yeah, so okay, Connie and Kelly. So Connie, um, I love how Connie's so determined to tell the story and she can't even, like, I mean, she can't speak. Like, she's communicating through so much. It's so, it's so visually appealing to watch Connie and Kelly communicate via sign language it's so it's so beautiful um connie is very headstrong and she's also very determined she's so she's so smart as well like she picks up on things for example on my second rewatch i did not know that mercer and the real stephanie were brother and sister i didn't know that in the comic they weren't and i was just like what so, and he was like, I wonder where you're going to pick up on that. I'm like, what? Like, can we go back and talk about this? Like, I didn't know. So, um, but yeah, that, that was good. I, 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 I see. That's why I went back and rewatched this because I, I wanted to get like a fresh take. I wanted to give, I just wanted to make sure I had everything together before I started recording this podcast to review it. And man, I'm so glad I did because I missed that on the first watch. I just, I just was so captivated with Connie and Mercer interacting. And that leads to my other point. Hashtag Murney. Murney. I'm on the Murney train. I, I I mean, I know a lot of people are on the Connie Daryl shit, the Donnie shit. But man, seeing Mercer, like Connie and Connie's 
eyes when she viewed Mercer. Like, it was not like, oh my gosh, she's hot. Like, it was not like that. But she looked, um, like, I just loved how she did not back down to him. And I just think she's a force to be reckoned with. Like, she's not just some, she's not just a weak, she's not a weak woman. She's not a damsel in distress. Connie is someone who is capable of fight, to fight, and she's capable to get answers. And, uh, I mean, oh my gosh, I'm so looking forward to see how this Connie Mercer thing's going to work out. Now, in the comic, in last episode, they teased, well, in the last episode, Mercer and Princess had that scene in the ball, just him escorting her in. Um, but in the comics, Mercer and Princess do get together. But like I said, Princess is not the same character in the show as she was in the comics. So I do love the Connie Mercer thing a whole lot more. That that act of determinants and everything. I think that's so beautiful. And I just I just I think that's so interesting. It's so interesting because you know, Daryl and Connie, they have a nice relationship, but I just never saw it as like something I just I don't say I don't think I wish we get to see more of it, but I think with Mercer and Connie, I think there's a whole lot more chemistry there. I, I just I love that type of chemistry. I just love that type of uh, like the tensions building between two characters like that. It's so fascinating. Um, but yeah, I'm on the Murney train. I'm sorry. I don't know if that ship's gonna be popular at all, but I'm on the Murney train after this episode. <laughs> um Let's see, I'm making sure I don't leave anything out there. Um, also how the episode ends with Connie and Kelly, you know, with the list, I bet Mercer's the one that dropped that off, but, um, and this, the last name on the list is Tyler's. Um, so it makes me think there's a list, that's a list of people who are rebelled. Um, I think Pamela made a comment in the last episode where she said, was like, make, do like make a list or something. I don't know if she said that, but she said like, he's like, she asked Lance, is that the only one that's resisting or rebelling? And he says, yes. And, he's like, and she's like, are you sure? And you need to make sure. And so that was kind of the thing. So maybe that's what that list is all about. Um, and that's probably what it is as well. But transitioning to uh, Lance and Carol in this episode. And I saw somebody on Twitter. I think before I saw the episode, somebody posted... Um, you know, I'm on, like, I, I really like, somebody posted on Twitter, I really like the Laryl. I really like Laryl. I'm like, Laryl. And then they said Lance and Carol to be exact. I'm like, oh, gosh. And I replied saying, well, unless she kills him first. Like, I thought, like, honestly, like, when I watched the trailer, I thought Carol was going to kill Lance. That's what I thought in the trailer. It just looked that way. But, um... I do like their conversation here. And when I rewatched this episode, I wanted to make more point of their conversation. Um, and Carol, you know, uh, Lance says to Carol, uh, you know, I feel more, I feel better out here than I do in Commonwealth, which is weird, but I just do. And Carol says, Oh, that I, Oh no, you're not alone. I bet you know my people and your people are just alike with that. And she, and he makes a comment saying you always make the statement that it's your people and my people and it just kind of shows the division and he just wants her to see them as the same so yeah um and we get to see more insight with lance in this episode as well with his intake on commonwealth um he's been with the miltons ever since really not the start of the apocalypse but just ever, i think even beforehand 
And um, and he just like Pamela sees how things work, but he, Lance knows how things works. Works, and um, he makes a con- he says to Carol, "If you're in with the right people, Carol, the sky's the limit." So that's a really nice line. I wrote some of the other lines down too. Um, and uh, I, he tells Carol like. I brought you with me not to make like, I mean, like she said, Oh, is that why you brought me with you to make me a believer or something? And he says, well, I brought you with me because I read your file and you're very smart. And, um, what you get out of it is up to you. And I like that line. What you get out of it is up to you. Um, basically like, I'm not here to influence you. You can do whatever. Um, but it's up to you what you take out of it. Um, and so when they get there, it's this other group that's not a part of Commonwealth, but they rely on them to make pop. They rely on their poppies to make opium for the hospital in Commonwealth. And um, the leader there, Moto, uh, says they're all on strike due to infancient uh, funds, raise money. They want to raise the money to continue working. And Lance is willing to work with him, and they fish. And what I liked about this is I picked this up on the second rewatch was that um, Lance says it's nice when your hobby is also an apocalypse skill. And that means they're fishing really well. And, uh, you know, this is the fishing skill. And it made me think of Amy and Andrea in episode uh, four, Baltos, the opening line when they're just talking about their parents and their dad and, uh, you know, and how they how their dad taught them to tie knots differently for fishing and, you know, um, Amy makes the comment, um, you know, dad knew that you needed to catch the fish and he knew that I needed to throw them back. Um, so I just, I miss, I miss that. You know, I, I think that's a cool little Easter egg that goes back to the season one, which I really like. And that's really nice to see in the final season, the fishing scene like that. Um, through this fishing scene, uh, Carol recognizes slash realizes that it's abuse um, that's causing these people to be uh, on strike. And that's an excellent because, you know, Carol being through that, uh, I think it's so it's so awesome that she recognizes the signs of that. And she, she also says, like, oh, we don't get to see it, but I would like, I would like to see. I wish we had a scene with her uh, interacting with the lieutenant that she was talking about, but we didn't get to see it. I wish we cut out some of the Eugene stuff and have that scene. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was so excellent it was just so excellent to see carol recognize that and you know i've been on the rocks with carol recently but this episode made me a carol stand again like i just was so um amazed by her in this episode especially with that moment and that scene um of course uh lance respects her you know and i mean i i mean i just lance asks her what she thinks and um and that's what carol says carol says Carol says they're abusing them. he's abusing them. Um, and uh, she talked to one of the lieutenants and uh, they said that he takes their funds and beats them to keep them quiet. And uh, they it went too far last time, and that's why they're on strike. And Lance arrests Moto, which I thought was great. Um, and you can tell Michael Kulik's directed this episode because he, uh, Moto says like you, Hornsby, you you pus bucket or whatever he says. I it was so, it was so Abraham. <laughs> so I I was just like you can tell Michael Kulik's directed this episode. <laughs> um, 
I think that's it for the Carol Lance. I do like I did like Carol Lance in this episode. Uh, the also in the end too with Lance when Eugene was giving this rant, like when he finds out this whole thing is a ruse and it was all it was all fake. Um, he's going on this elaborate rant while like just like you did this only to know more about my community. Like you, it was never anything real. Like this is a this is a this is idiot. This is stupid. Um, now now the joke's on you because I'm gonna make sure everyone knows who you are. Um, and then Lance just simply says, "Okay." Like it was just so. I was expecting Lance to you know like knock him out possibly even kill him i was just i'm i was ready for anything to happen i was ready for the I, I thought it was so stupid of eugene to be like that because i was like oh man like don't tell him like you're gonna get killed or hurt or kidnapped or something and um i just thought it was so dumb of eugene to do that and then lance went okay <laughs> but then he says but who's gonna believe you though like like you just got cleared like you came back from the hospital saying that you had intense paranoia and uh like who are they gonna believe like really like you you are in a like look at you like he's eugene is a mess and um i do like the line that lance says to him um like eugene calls him a liar basically and says you lied you lied you lied and Lance did, like, say to him, like, I did lie to you. Like, I did. Just like you did. Just like you and your friends did to get in here. Um, but who's keeping score? You know, I just love that line because, like, they did lie. Um, they did lie to get in Commonwealth. And I think that's so, like, hey, like, if you're really being here, it's also, like, going back to the whole Negan versus Rick thing. Like, really, like, if, like, I remember Chris Harwick, and it's, just, it's so interesting to see, if you saw Negan swear from the get-go, Rick's group would be the adversaries. They would be the antagonists, and Negan would be the protagonists. So it's just a whole nother different way to looking at the perspective here. And, um, you know, I'm a huge Lance stan after this episode. I think he's even one of my top 10 favorite characters. I just, I love Lance. And I never like Lance this much in the comic. I think that's just the way... Uh, Josh Hamilton, the actor who plays Lance, brought him to life. I think it's just, it adds a whole nother charisma. I just, I love his, okay, like that to me was so great. Um, and he's not stupid. He's very smart and he covers his tracks. Like he may get, he, you know, like with the Eugene incidents, I mean, like there may be some faulty cracks, but yet he's very quick to make sure those cracks are not even noticeable. So, I mean, he's always two steps ahead, which I just think that's so brilliant and yet also very, very um, dangerous for the group who may view him as an adversary. But I hope I hope Lance is not uh, uh, too bad of a villain. This is one character I hope is not a villain in the show. Uh, I just, I, I hope he... Um, I really hope he becomes a great character because I love him so much already. Um, I hope. I hope they do him justice. I'm excited to see more of Pamela. We're going to see more of her next week. And we've been Aaron-less and Maggie-less for two episodes now. After such a strong episode premiere with Maggie and with Aaron, I, you know, we've been two episodes without them. And they're coming back in this next episode, episode 12. Uh, I just don't know the name of it, though. But they look... 
I hope they bring it up. I think this is an Aaron and Maggie episode too. So this is going to be a fun one. Uh, Pamela's in it as well, like I mentioned. Lance is in it too. So this is going to be interesting. I do, however, I don't, however, know if this is set, if episode 12 set before the events of this episode. It could be. It could be. But um, I think it's probably after these events um, because Eugene and the real Stephanie are, is shown in the promo that they are interacting. Um, and Regina and Eugene have a scene. So, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. But, yeah, this episode, I would give it a 3.5 out of 5. So, yeah, not not perfect, not meh, not bad, but just kind of, like, good. Like, yay, I had a good time. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next. Um, and I hope you guys are enjoying this. I, I'm loving covering this last season. It's so fun. It, it's so uh, – it, it's just so fun. I'm going to miss it, too. But, I mean, there's more Walking Dead things to come for sure. Uh, and just for me, I'm not done talking about the show. Like, I mean, even I don't know if I'll be done with it after it ends. But, um, I mean, like I said, like, I mean, I, I if y'all listen to my episode podcast or my top 25 episodes, uh, that, it, I mean, like I said in that, like, who knows how my vision of things will change on a rewatch of the whole series. And I did think about. I did watch the pilot the other day, um, days gone by, and I had. A, I mean, it's not as. I mean, I rather watch kind of more kind of. I rather watch like season five era, season six era, because that's where I kind of kind of mentally checked out from the show, given uh, Beth's death and everything. But that's why I kind of want to go revisit those seasons and also season ten. Season ten was a very complicated season for me. And so far, this one has been complicated as well. Like, the Reaper arc was very draining for me. But, um, I'm so far, I'm, I'm kind of rocking on these episodes. Like, with episode 10, I didn't really like it all. But this episode, um, not, like I said, not the best, but yet, it was good. It was great to watch it. Um, and I have picked apart a lot of things in it, too. So, yeah, it was really fun. Um... But yeah, I cannot wait to see what it does next. I, I really hope it does well. Um, and I really, I mean, I know they're filming the last episode right now. And some images are leaking online. It's hard not to, it's hard not to see them. Because I've seen the image. Um, I'm not going to say what it is. But um, yeah, I don't want to spoil myself with the last episode. But I hope, I hope the last episode, I hope it's not, I hope it's not episode like episode 10 for me. Uh, just kind of this mediocre kind of thing. Uh, I really hope it's not even like this episode, but I hope it's like an episode like episode nine. Um, no other way. I just, I think episode nine was such a strong episode. I just, I really hope they keep that momentum. I really hope that the last episode of this whole series has that uh, monument thing. And I hope they also do a thing where they honor just not the current event of the season, but they honor all past events in some way. I just, I think, you know, to have this full circle moment. Like, for example, me taking a part of that Andrea Amy reference of the fishing. You know, I just, I thought that was kind of a neat little Easter egg. But, I mean, I just, I, I just, you know, I want, I want a lot of things to get honored. You know, I want a lot of things. So, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. But, um, yeah, let me know how you guys like this episode. If you don't have AMC Plus uh, and you're listening to this on, uh, after the episode aired on AMC, 
you know, what do you think? Just what do you think of this? Uh, I it's not the same as the comic, but I yeah I like the mystery of it as well. Um, but I am glad Commonwealth is getting a lot more development. I like I'm you know I think I'm one of the very few that like it in the comic. Um, I kind of looked it up more online recently, and people don't really like Commonwealth. I don't know if that's just kind of what I've seen pop up online. But um, I really did like the Commonwealth story in the comic. And I think really the main thing here is the show's doing a wonderful job of not having Rick there. Like, because Rick is a big part of Commonwealth in the comic. And and so does Michonne. And I think to have both those characters not there, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Um, is uh, to see other characters take up the roles is kind of cool, but um, I think with the Rick thing, you know, I, I hope like that's why I hope Daryl doesn't get I really hope Daryl does not take Rick's role, and that's what I was kind of fearful of in episode 10. But we'll have to wait and see, we'll just have to wait and see. But anyway, that's it for this one. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you all in the next one. Bye.